Hi there, welcome back to another episode of Tea Talk with Mark. In this episode I have a collection of five positive short stories that have been going on in the Ukraine during the conflict. And then I've got four feel-good facts, including a squirrel that can water ski and a man who gets paid to be a wizard. And to finish it all off, I've got a list of all the weird and wonderful days being celebrated in the world this week. So go and grab yourself a cup of goodness and join me in the tea circle. I should like to help everyone if possible. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. Human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. Where there's life, there's possibility. There is discovery. There is possibility. There is freedom. Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you have imagined. Your only limit is your soul. I am awake. I am alive. Hello everyone, so I found three feel-good stories that happened in the world recently. If you want to read any of these stories in full, then I'll leave a link to each story in the episode description. But the first story is, there is a program in Denver that dispatches mental health teams instead of police to certain situations, and it has become so successful that it is expanding fivefold. The second story is a little bit different. It's a collection of short, positive stories that have been happening in the Ukraine during the conflict. And the last story is that a stretch of road in London has been closed for a month to protect migrating toads as they cross the road to the other side. So the one I've chosen is going to be the short, positive stories from the Ukraine. It would be nice to hear that, I think, to hear something positive from over there since that never seems to be covered on the news. It's usually always the bad stuff, so let's hear some good stuff. So let's move on to the story. So like I said, this is a collection of five shorter positive stories. So we've got the first one. A hero vet is crossing into the Ukraine to rescue trapped animals. A 32-year-old Polish vet named Jakob Kotovich launched a rescue trip into the war zone last week and has so far rescued around 200 cats and 60 dogs from Lviv. The rescued animals are now being cared for in his veterinary clinic, including a pygmy goat with diseased legs and a large sphinx cat who loves to cuddle. Jakob plans to keep the two-month-old pygmy goat named Sasha, who shares a soft bed with two chihuahuas as part of his service with the ADA Foundation. Jakob founded the animal rescue charity when he was 17 and runs a no-kill animal shelter in Poland just 30 minutes from the border with the Ukraine. That's a nice little story, and it's very brave of him to be doing that. You never really see the effect the war has had on Ukraine's animal population, so I'm happy there's at least someone helping out. The people don't deserve any of it, and the animals certainly don't deserve to feel the effects of some power-hungry prick. So leave the animals alone, unless you're there to rescue them, of course. So yeah, I like that one. Moving on to the second short story. Celebrities donate millions to help Ukrainians. A number of A-listers have used their fortunes and their platforms to support relief for Ukrainians. Mila Kunis and Aston Kutcher have pledged $3 million from their film and TV fortunes towards a GoFundMe drive with a target of $30 million. Mila Kunis wrote on the GoFundMe page, While my family came to the United States in 1991, I was born in the Ukraine in 1983. Last week, they managed to pass their target goal, exceeding it by $4 million. Another celebrity couple helping out is Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, who tweeted that they would personally match any donation towards helping Ukrainian refugees up to $1 million. 
So it's nice to see that the rich and famous are out there using their status and wealth to influence and donate and make a difference. That's what it should be used for more often, I think. The third story is, a celebrity chef is cooking thousands of free meals on the Ukrainian border. So Jose Andre, the founder of World Central Kitchen, set up an emergency relief kitchen in Poland just several miles from the border with Ukraine that is receiving tens of thousands of refugees every day. In 12 massive paella pans and 12 large ovens, they are cooking hundreds of thousands of meals. A warehouse in Lviv, in the west of the Ukraine, is shipping trucks of these meals to cities further east, like Odessa. And so far, they've served 1 million meals. That's another good one. It must be quite worrying for the people who are fleeing or have fled from the war zone, not knowing where the next meal is going to come from, especially those people with families and kids. So that's nice that once they flee from the Ukraine, that there's a nice meal waiting for them, cooked by a celebrity chef. It's quite cool. And then the fourth story is, the Italian government announces that it will rebuild the Mariupol Theatre. So Dario Franceschini, who is Italia's culture minister, tweeted that a proposal introduced in Parliament has passed to use Italian government funds to rebuild the destroyed theatre in the city of Mariupol. Well, that's nice of them, and that's good to hear. Theatre and all of the arts and all of the forms of expression should be protected and invested in. They bring so much cultural importance to society and keep society fun and creative. Imagine a society without art, without music, without theatre, without any form of creativity and expression. I don't think that would be a society worth living in, to be honest. So it's nice of them to do that. And the final story is that a dog company delivers tons of food for Ukrainian dogs. A dog transport company is helping to feed dogs in war-torn Ukraine after collecting nearly £11,000 worth of food. Daisybrook International Pet Transport has received 300 bags of dog food and other donations from around the UK and the Staffordshire company has dropped off the supplies at the Polish border with owner Matthew Hunt delivering it in the specialised dog van crammed to the roof with food and with plans to make the trip once a week. Another good one, again, taking care of the animals as well as the humans. I'm glad there's people like that who don't forget about the animals. But overall, I really like those five little stories. Humans and animals being rescued and fed. Celebrities donating a bunch of money and cooking meals to help out. And other countries offering money and aid to rebuild places of cultural importance. What's not to like? I hope you liked all of them. And remember, if you'd like to read more on this story or read the other two stories, then I have left links in the episode description. So moving on to the facts of the episode, I've got four feel-good facts for you, which will hopefully pop a smile in your face. So the first fact is, there is a squirrel that has learned how to water ski. A squirrel has become a water skiing sensation. The squirrel, named Twiggy, has a water skiing act that involves her holding onto a miniature cable as her trainer operates a remote-controlled toy powerboat to pull her around the pool. Twiggy has come a long way since first mounting a set of skis. She now looks far more calm and relaxed in recent videos than when she first started. She takes to the water like a natural. Over the course of her career, Twiggy has performed in Europe as well as North America and has appeared on hit US TV shows Good Morning America America, the Rosie O'Donnell Show, and Late Night with David Letterman, as well as appearances in films and music videos. That's a great fact. If you're ever having a rough time, then just remember that somewhere out there in the world, there's a little squirrel water skiing and having a great time. I like it. <laughs> the second fact is, Christchurch in New Zealand had an official state wizard for around two decades. So the city of Christchurch in New Zealand had an official wizard for around two decades. Born in the UK, Ian Brackenberry Channel 
settled in New Zealand in the 1970s where he became known as The Wizard. Over the years, he became a fixture in the city. On the paved square in front of Christchurch's cathedral, he pondered on his life's theories. He wore wizard robes and he became such a well-known figure that he earned himself a TripAdvisor rating. Four out of five stars, by the way. And since 1998, he has been paid 16,000 New Zealand dollars, which is about 10,000 US dollars, annually by the Christchurch City Council for wizardry. Unfortunately, however, his wizardry recently came to an end as the Christchurch City Council decided to bring their formal contract with the wizard to an end. That's still pretty funny though, getting paid to be a wizard. The pay might not be great, but it would be pretty cool to be able to call yourself a part-time wizard. That's an, uh, you can pop that on your uh, on your CV or on your resume. I used to be a wizard. There you are. <laughs> That's a fun little fact. The third fact is... Scientists believe that the centre of the galaxy smells like raspberries and tastes like rum. Astronomers searching for the building blocks of life in a giant dust cloud at the heart of the Milky Way have concluded that it would taste vaguely of raspberries. The discovery follows years of work by astronomers who trained their radio telescope on the enormous ball of dust and gas in the hope of spotting complex molecules that are vital for life. Finding amino acids in interstellar space is a holy grail for astrobiologists as this would raise the possibility of life emerging on other planets after being seeded with the molecules. In the latest survey, astronomers sifted through thousands of signals from Sagittarius B2, a vast dust cloud at the centre of our galaxy. Although they failed to find evidence for amino acid, they did find a substance called ethyl formate, the chemical responsible for the flavour of raspberries. One of the astronomers said, It does happen to give raspberries their flavour, but there are many other molecules that are needed to make space raspberries. And ethyl formate has another distinguishing characteristic. It also smells of rum. So that's kind of cool, that even in the deepest reaches of the galaxy, there's still something familiar and recognisable to us. Something that reminds us of Earth. And the final fact is, people who volunteer live longer. Volunteering your time or money won't only help others, it could also help yourself. So one study from 2011 from the University of Michigan found that people who volunteer for selfless reasons live longer than those who don't volunteer at all. Those who volunteer for more self-centered reasons, such as looking good in their community or looking good on social media, don't experience the same benefits. One researcher named Sarah Conrath said this could mean that people who volunteer with other people as their main source of motivation may be buffered from potential stresses associated with volunteering, such as time constraints and lack of pay. So that's another good reason to volunteer. It's a positive action that any of us can do, and it helps others out and it helps ourselves out. And if you do volunteer, then you might even live longer. So there you are. And that's all four facts for this episode. Remember, if you are listening on Spotify, you can look underneath the episode, and there you can vote for your favourite fact, if you want to. And now I've got a look at some of the weird and wonderful days being celebrated in the world this week. So on Tuesday we have Smoke and Mirrors Day. Smoke and Mirrors Day is intended to promote appreciation of the art and skill of magicians who specialise in illusions and to remind us all to be wary of deceptive practices in daily life. Smoke and Mirrors usually means that we're being tricked into believing something is true when it really isn't. So ask yourself, are you being tricked? Find out. 
just to be safe. On Tuesday, we also have World Piano Day, and World Piano Day is celebrated on the 88th day of the year, which is the same as the number of keys on the piano. World Piano Day was founded by a group of like-minded people who aimed to create a platform for piano-related projects, to promote the development of music, and to share the joy of playing the piano. And on Wednesday, we have I Am In Control Day, and this day is celebrated for two reasons. First, to encourage people to take control of their lives, and secondly, there was an assassination... There was an assassination attempt made on the President of the US on March 30th, 1981. And the Secretary of State at the time, Alexander Haig, took control of the situation and while answering questions in the press briefing, he uttered the famous words, I am in control. On Wednesday, we also have Virtual Vacation Day. And Virtual Vacation Day is celebrated every year on March 30th to remind us that we don't have to wait to go on vacation anymore. You can travel the world while sitting on your couch. Due to the advancement in technology with VR headsets and everything like that now, if you own the right equipment, then it's possible that you can go wherever your imagination takes you. Although it's not really the same though, is it? It's not the same as actually being somewhere else. But if that's your thing, then sure, enjoy. And on Thursday we have transgender day of visibility transgender day of visibility is an international event on march 31st dedicated to recognizing the resilience and accomplishments of the transgender community on this day we celebrate the trans people among us raise awareness about the struggles that they face and advocate for more protected rights for them in a bid to reform society and empower the community and then on thursday we also have eiffel tower day Because why not? It's still standing, and it's pretty cool. I think it's one of those structures that actually looks nice and doesn't look like an eyesore. Eiffel Tower Day is celebrated on March 31st to commemorate the inaugural anniversary of the Eiffel Tower. It was unveiled to the world on March 31st, 1899, and the monument has withstood the test of time and remains one of the most remarkable wonders of the world. Standing at 1,063 feet, the Eiffel Tower overlooks the city of Paris and symbolises the triumph of modern engineering and Western civilization. Moving on to Friday, we have April Fool's Day, obviously the main one for April. And on April Fool's Day, jokers have the chance to trick unsuspecting people for the opportunity to shout April Fool's. I'm not going to shout it because I'm maintaining an <laughs> I'm maintaining a voice level. So I'm not going to shout it. But yeah, it's a chance for people to shout April Fool's and to prank someone. So why not? If you're feeling a little, a little bit fun, then uh, get involved. And Friday is also Walk to Work Day. Walking burns calories, exercises the muscles and refreshes the mind. Our day-to-day lives often require us to sit in one place with little to no movement. And this sedentary lifestyle is not healthy and it can lead to weight gain, heart problems and more. Did you know that a brief walking session every day can help boost your immunity? So go for a walk, why not? Or even better, walk to work on walk to work day. And on Saturday we have Handmade Day. Handmade Day is celebrated every year on the first Saturday in April. It is a day to honour, celebrate and recognise handmade craftsmanship and the people who perform such wonderful acts from baking to pottery to knitting and all other kinds of handmade arts and crafts. It's the weekend as well, so if you have been meaning to make something or wanted to start making something, then why not jump into it? Why not take up a handmade art and craft? See what you can create. 
And then finally on Sunday, we have Find a Rainbow Day. On April 3rd, people celebrate Find a Rainbow Day. Rainbows have always felt somewhat magical to us. And on this day, people find time to explore and appreciate one of nature's greatest creations. If you can find one, that is. You've got to find it first before you can appreciate it. Find a Rainbow Day, you've got to find one. Go and find one. And finally, we have World Party Day. World Party Day, or P-Day, on April 3rd, is about enjoying yourself on your own terms. So throw on some tunes, bring out some refreshments, hang out with your friends, or just relax in your own element. This day is about bringing, spreading, and embracing joy, which is nice. And it's a Sunday too, so have a bit of a party, why not? But that's all of the weird and wonderful days. Well, that's some of the weird and wonderful days being celebrated this week. If you want to read the full list of weird and wonderful days being celebrated this week, then I shall leave a link for you in the episode description. And that's everything for another episode of Tea Talk with Mark. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've got a smile on your face by the end of it. Remember to vote in the poll for your favourite facts. Answer the question underneath the episode on Spotify. And if you want to send anything in, anything at all, some thoughts, maybe a story, maybe a fact, anything, whatever you feel like, then you can email us at team at the teacircle.life. You can follow us and DM us on Instagram at the teacircle.life. Or you can click the anchor voice link in the episode description and speak your thoughts. And don't forget to join me and Devin in Tifa 2 on Thursday. But other than that, stay safe, stay happy, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.